Welcome to the Open House podcast site, available at openhousecommunity.com.au. It's still the world's best-selling book, Tough Luck Harry Potter. 100 million are distributed in the world across 2,500 language groups each year. 3 million are printed in China each year alone. It's the Bible, the blueprint of the Christian faith, which people with Christian faith hold to be the very word of God. And yet, fewer than two out of every ten Christian people apparently engage with the Bible on a daily basis. Top five reasons why they don't. I don't have time. It's hard to understand. Not important. It's legalistic, even scary. It's quite a challenge if you're the Bible Society, charged with promoting the Bible and reading the Bible in 2012 and beyond, especially amidst all the distractions of our lives today, rush and crush of our world, especially for those of us emerged in the digital world. But the Bible Society is taking on this challenge with a campaign later this year, in which it hopes to get Aussie Christian people reading their Bibles again. The Bible Society's CEO is Greg Clark. Greg, welcome to Open House. Hi, Lee. Great to be here. Wonderful to see you. It's quite a challenge, isn't it? Uh, what's your research shown about it's the It's an problem? amazing challenge. It really is. We were a little shocked, actually. We, we gathered together all the research we had on how people in Australia engage with the Bible. Uh, these were studies that were done of kids reading, pastors reading their Bibles and so forth. And the results, as you say, are less than two in every 10 Australian Christians has anything like what you would call a Bible habit. So mm. we were a little stunned. We thought it'd be higher than that, but it shows that even within the church, people are struggling to engage with the Bible. We can get Bibles in Australia, no problem there. We can get them in all sorts of formats. But what do we do with this book? How do we engage with it? How do we build it into our lives? Again, this is Christian people. They don't think it's that important. There's a number of issues. I mean, the ones you raised are the keys, really. Some people feel it's not relevant to their lives. You know, the Bible, what would it say to me in the 21st century? I mean, there's a lot of work there to be done because we believe the Bible is incredibly relevant to the day-to-day -day living that Australians do. Um, secondly, people think it's really hard. You know, how do I read this book? It's a big book, you know, but I think that one we've also got to deal with. It's a bit of a first. Yes. After all, Harry Potter's, <laughs> they got bigger and bigger as the series went <laughs> yeah, on, didn't they? Right. So big yeah. books aren't a problem for people, but maybe people need a bit of help in getting into the Bible. Yeah. Um, and then the time one is the other really interesting one. People say, Perfect. I just haven't got time to read the Bible, but we've got time. I mean, Lee, we've got time in our lives. Yeah. We just have to find out where it is. And also we've got to enjoy doing it because we, we spend time on the things we enjoy. Yeah, you can't get people reading the Bible by saying, you must read the Bible. That's right. And um, when we say we like to help people build a Bible habit, it's not about whipping them into, into line to do it. <laughs> I'm I mean, enjoying it. Yeah, yes. that's right. And I don't yeah, think the Bible's about that anyway. No, no, the, the Word totally. of God is, is meant to be sweet and light. Yeah. And uh, that's what we want to do is help people Build a Bible habit that they enjoy. Sounds good. Does it have a credibility problem? There's the question, how can it be trusted or treated seriously if it dates back thousands of years? Yes. The Bible does, for some people, pose a credibility problem. I think it's less people than you and I might imagine. I mean, most people really have a lot of confidence in the Bible. They respect it. Uh, this is Christian people, non-Christian people, people of other religions. The, the Bible really is held in high esteem um, across all segments of society. But there is a bit of noise around the Bible at the moment. There's a lot of noise. 
largely coming, say, from the new atheists or other skeptics. And so there are questions people want answered about how we got this book. You know, is it telling me history that I can depend upon? Um, can I believe its ethical teachings? So we do need to answer those questions. Fortunately, I believe there are plenty of really good answers yes. when people are asking those questions honestly. Then again, the history of the Bible, and for that matter, I think from what I know of it, the history of the Bible Society itself is something that would probably work in favour of the force and the relevance of the Bible. Well, you're absolutely right, Leo. I mean, people really have no idea how important the Bible has been to the kind of society that we enjoy today. If people could see under the lid of history, under how we got the Australia that we love today, yes. they would see the Bible has played a massive role in building up this society. For example, if you can indulge me, I'll give you a bit of the history of the, the Bible Society <laughs> yeah, yeah. in Australia. Sure. So uh, we started back in 1817. It's the oldest continuous organisation in the country. Wow. Yes, the Benevolent Society were around just before us, but things went, went awry there and uh, yeah. they, they kicked off again later. But Bible Society is the oldest continuous organisation in the country. It was founded by Governor Macquarie, and I think his wife Elizabeth had a lot to do with it. <laughs> um, and it was charged with making sure that the earliest members of the colony had Bibles. One of the first things they did was a walking tour around Sydney to make sure every household had a Bible. Wow. So they saw that the Bible was not only a key to understanding God, but a key to building the kind of society that they wanted to see. And in fact, the origins of the Bible Society in England involved some very heavy-hitting historical figures. Oh, they run back to really influential Christian leaders like William Wilberforce, John Newton, people who shaped the reformation of Britain along, along Christian lines, who were involved in things like the abolition of slavery. And they saw that access to the Bible was not just you know, an issue of uh, convenience. It was actually an issue of justice. It was unjust for people to have no access to the Bible. And so the Bible Society in Britain still talks about alleviating Bible poverty. If you don't have a Bible, you are impoverished in some way because you can't see where these wonderful foundations of the Western culture come from. So with such a rich heritage and something that many millions of people uh, would say just simply works. It is a particular challenge. You touched on it before for those of us immersed in this digital world. People are not reading books anywhere near as much. Attention spans are shorter. In Twitter, we just read bite-sized proportions of uh, 140 characters. That is a big challenge. It certainly is. And uh, as has been the case all the way through Christian history, Christians are rising to the challenge. So some of the most innovative and exciting digital uh, books are Bibles or related to the Bible. Yeah. Um, there are some wonderful apps you can download if you're lucky enough to have an iPhone or an iPad, uh, such as the YouVersion app or uh, the Faith Comes By Hearing app called Bible.is, and there are plenty of others. And these give you access to the Bible wherever you are. Mm. In most languages of the world, it's growing every day, how many languages you can download for free onto your phone or your iPad. Yes. Um, and these are changing the face of Bible mission. They're also changing the way we engage with the Bible. And so when people say to me, I've got no time to do my Bible reading, I say, well, have you got an iPhone? <laughs> oh, yes, I have. Okay, why don't you download one of these and have a Bible verse sent to you every morning at 8 o'clock when you're on the train. You'll read your Bible on your phone. No one will know what you're doing if you're a bit embarrassed about it. Yes. But you'll get used to that. Yes. And there it is right in front of you. So beyond that, what do you say is the answer? How can you turn around the drift from reading the Bible, even serious Christian people? 
Well, we've got a plan at Bible Society, and this year in 2012, we want to run a campaign to help people do it. Mm. Uh, we're calling the campaign Live Light in 25 Words. And you're getting pretty much the scoop on it because this is just about to <laughs> another open just house about exclusive. to be released. Yeah, uh, we think it's possible for you to start renewing your Bible habit or building a fresh one if you've never had one with just 25 words. John 3:16, the most famous verse in the Bible. Tebow keeps making it <laughs> very famous. It's 24 words long. Yeah. In 25 words, you can change your life. In 25 words, you can understand the Christian faith. In 25 words, you can have your day transformed by that message. Mm. It's not hard. It doesn't have to be long. It's just a beginning, but it's a great beginning. So we think you have got the time. We can help you find the format that works for you, and you can do it starting with 25 words. And hopefully build beyond that. When you say live light in 25 words, why the word light? Yeah, well, live light is the Bible Society's tagline, our logo. It came about because we wanted to deal seriously with the, the issue of the Bible's reputation, that people found it a heavy book. Yeah. Uh, they found it a burden. And the more we thought about it, the more we realized Christianity, the Christian faith, knowing God through Jesus Christ, isn't meant to be a burden. It's meant to lift your burdens. It's meant to lighten your burdens. Yes. And Jesus says so himself yes. in Matthew. In chapter 11, he says, Come to me if you're weary and heavy laden, I'll give you rest. My yoke is easy. My burden is light. Yeah. And we want people to live light as they engage with the Bible. Uh, it's, it's a liberating message to know God through his word. And it should be experienced that way. So when we're being dragged down by Bible reading, something's wrong. It should be something that lifts us up. And that's part of this campaign is to lift people up daily, starting with 25 words. Yeah. There is a danger, though, in dumbing down the Bible because the truth is it is a big book. It's a complex book and does require a certain level of understanding and approachability way beyond 25 words. Absolutely, and this is just the beginning. And uh, what the 25 words thing does is it takes seriously the problem. People keep saying, we're not reading the Bible. We know they're not, less than two in 10. They say there's a problem with time. They say there's a problem with complexity. So we've said, well, let's start by helping with those problems. We think you can do this starting with one verse. But from there, if you're enjoying it, and if your heart's being lighted, you want to go further. And so we're going to provide all sorts of resources across this campaign that help you dig into the Bible. It's probably worth emphasizing that you're not just talking about Christian people. This is well and truly available. Transform, again, millions of lives of non-Christian people. It's a public campaign. We would love it if Australians would come with us and encounter the Bible alongside the churches. But we want to start with our own backyard. When we got these statistics that said, guess what, we're not reading the Bible, we thought, well, before anyone else takes it seriously, we should be taking it seriously. Yes, fair enough. And so we're beginning with the churches. We want to help churches to engage their people with the scriptures. Now, we would love the Australian public to look on and get involved. That's the ultimate dream, that we would all be engaging the Bible together for the lightning of the entire society. But if we start well with the churches, then uh, we'll show people that we can do it. You reckon it takes 30 days to change a habit? Yeah, that's what the psychologists say. Give us a month and we can change your habit. Don't even worry about your old habits. Just try and build a new one. In a month, you can make a difference. And so we're going to take October as our month to really build this habit. Across the year, we want to, we want to generate enough enthusiasm, enough activities, enough resources to focus on October as the month. 
Build your Bible habit in October with the Bible Society. You say that fitting the Bible into your life is one of the strategies for this campaign. Here's the very practical, personal question. You're a busy CEO, busy family. Just practically, how do you keep engaging with the Bible yourself on a daily basis that you're urging upon others? Yeah, and it's a very fair question, and um, and it's a hard thing to do. I find it just as hard as everyone else. Yeah, I am a little fortunate in that I get to study the Bible as I prepare talks or... Uh, uh, look at the material we're publishing. So I've got a little bit of an inside running that it's my profession. <laughs> that's a, <laughs> but that's I, I really love using the online versions of the Bible yeah. to, to open up my iPad, to read through a chapter, um, to listen to the Bible, because you can do that as well on, on new version. So yeah. I grab time during the day to do those things. We're taking this seriously within the Bible Society itself, and our staff have taken the challenge to build the Bible habit. So I'll come back to you and let you know how we go. <laughs> They'd better get us, if anywhere. Last question. It's a simple one, but it really undergirds everything that we've been talking about. Why would someone read the Bible, again, Christian or a spectator of the Christian faith? Yeah, what a great question. I mean, there are plenty of books you could read out there, and um, the Bible's a big one. Mm. I think there are three reasons to do it. One, you won't really understand who you are living in the Western world or even the Eastern world if you don't know the Bible. An educated person has to know the Bible because it shapes so much of our culture. Secondly, if you read the Bible, you will be transformed. The teachings of the Bible dig into your heart. Uh, they tell us that God loves us. They tell us Jesus died for our sins. They tell us that you can have hope and peace and comfort by knowing God. Those are wonderful messages. I mean, you know, you wouldn't resist that if it was food. Yeah. You know, that's what people want. The third reason is that God wants us to read the Bible. He wants us to know him. It's God's word. God could have been entirely silent, but he chose to reveal himself and to give us this record of who he is, what he wants, and how we can know him. I think they're pretty compelling reasons to get into the word. I reckon with that argument, you might kick off the campaign on Open House tonight. I think it's a, it's a great campaign. It's very much needed by our society and certainly within the Christian church. And uh, wish you all the best with it. Greg, thanks so much for coming in. Thanks, Lee. A pleasure. On Open House. We hope you enjoyed this Open House podcast. Thanks to Christian Super and Real World Technology Solutions. To hear more from Open House, visit openhousecommunity.com.au.